This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hi, everyone. I'm Eves, and welcome to This Day in History class, a podcast where we one day ship nugs of history straight to your brain through your ear hole. Today is February 15th, 2020. The day was February 15th, 1954. U.S. President Dwight D. Eisenhower signed legislation that allowed for the construction of the distant early warning line. The Dew Line was a system of more than 60 radar installations established across the Arctic to detect Soviet aircraft and intercontinental ballistic missiles. In the early 1950s, Cold War tensions were high. There were systems in place to detect Soviet threats in the U.S. and Canada, including radar lines. One such radar network was the Pine Tree Line, the first line of air defense established in Canada during the Cold War. It ran roughly along the 50th parallel north, across southern Canada and the northern U.S. But the Pine Tree Line didn't provide that much warning time before an attack, and it used pulse radar, which had difficulty detecting planes close to the ground. Then there was the Mid-Canada Line, conceived to address these issues. It was farther north than the Pine Tree Line, and it ran along the 55th parallel. The system used Doppler radar and was better at low altitude detection. But the U.S. and Canadian governments determined that they needed a way to spot Soviet attacks earlier. They determined that they would need a system of radar stations across the Arctic, since North America was vulnerable to attacks from across the North Pole. So experimental stations were built in Illinois and Alaska. As the threat of Soviet thermonuclear devices became more apparent, the need for an early warning system became more urgent. On February 15, 1954, U.S. President Eisenhower signed a bill approving the construction of the distant early warning line. The network would be the primary line of air defense warnings for invasions of North America that came through the Arctic. It would be located above the Arctic Circle, roughly along the 69th parallel. A lot of that land was uninhabited, but there were indigenous people living in some areas. The Western Electric Company was tasked with completing the Dew Line by July of 1957. It took around 25,000 people to plan and build the network. And thousands of tons of materials were moved across the continent to build radar domes, communication towers, and other facilities and infrastructure necessary to build the stations on the line. The first phase of the Dew Line went into operation on July 31, 1957. The Dew Line allowed for more than four hours of warning time before an attack. In addition to the stations across the northern Arctic region of Canada, the Dew Line was supplemented by stations and air and sea patrols in the Aleutian Islands, Greenland, Iceland, the Faroe Islands, and the UK. The network proved an effective barrier against Soviet attacks. As technology advanced, facilities aged, and Soviet aggression during the Cold War became less of an issue, the Dew Line became obsolete. Starting in 1985, the Dew Line was reorganized and upgraded to a new system called the North Warning System. Many of the old Dew Line sites were abandoned or torn down. As these stations have been cleaned up, there has been controversy over the preservation of the sites and their impact on the environment. 
I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. You can keep up with us on social media, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHC Podcast. You can also email us at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks for listening. I hope to see you here again tomorrow. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.